even though the U.S. military presence in Afghanistan is coming to an end, the need for oversight is certainly not, with billions of federal dollars still flowing into the country. The Office of the Special Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction thinks it will have plenty of work to do for a long time. But how that work gets done will need to change. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. SIGAR's mission isn't tied to any particular agency. Rather, its mandate from Congress is to oversee the expenditure of any federal funds in Afghanistan. And even after U.S. troops are completely gone, U.S. dollars will still be there. The Biden administration has proposed $3.3 billion in military assistance next year, plus several hundred more in development funding from civilian agencies. That's on top of $6.7 billion already appropriated for 2021 that hasn't yet been obligated. John Sopko, the Special Inspector General, says at least for the time being, he envisions at least some of his staff staying in the country to conduct that oversight work. We have people on the ground, but we're used to also operating in uh, dangerous locations. We've been doing it in Afghanistan with a reduction in the military since 2014. We try to get out and kick the tires when we can, either doing it with satellite data, with other technologies, but also using trusted uh, civil society organizations. Our preference is to be present because we also have an extensive informant network, probably one of the largest in Afghanistan, where we talk to people all the time and they talk to us and they give us information And it's useful to have somebody in Afghanistan to do that. According to the IG's latest quarterly report, it has five employees detailed to the U.S. Embassy in Kabul out of a broader workforce of 174 people. Sopko says even if conditions in Afghanistan become too dangerous to conduct in-person oversight and investigations, most of what the office currently does can still be done from afar. Because a lot of our work is paper. And particularly, we follow the money from the contracting here to where it goes. But it's important that we have access, and up to now we have, uh, access to a lot of the internal uh, computer systems that the Afghans uh, use and which the U.S. government paid for. So their core IMS, their AFMIS, their APPS, which is a payroll system, those are all systems that tell us uh, or help us in tracking the money. So, yes, we can do it. Is it going to be more difficult? Yes. Are we going to miss more theft and misconduct? Yes. And that's just the nature of the beast with security. But we can do our mission as Congress has told us to do it. Cigar's latest report, published Thursday, argues that its oversight work has become both more consequential and more challenging in light of the withdrawal of U.S. forces. That's partly because of that uncertainty over whether the IG will still have access to the information it needs to do its work. Sopko says historically it's obtained most of the information it needs from the Afghan government with U.S. agencies acting as intermediaries. But especially with U.S. military no longer on the ground, it'll have to get that data more directly from Afghan officials. Sopko says his office has made several recommendations to Congress on the way forward, including that any future U.S. funding come with strings attached, including the ability for SIGAR, GAO, and other oversight organizations to access Afghan government ministries' data. 
That recent white paper made several other recommendations related to ongoing oversight, too. One of them in particular is we got to make certain that the trust funds, because we're going to be using more trust funds to get the money, we got to make certain that those who control the trust funds, meaning the World Bank and the UN and NATO uh, and Asian Development Bank, that they give us access. Now, they have always been problematic in the past, giving us access, even though we fund the significant amount to those trust funds. But that is another proposal we had. And the the third uh, very relevant proposal is we recommend that the administration reestablish the Afghanistan threat finance cell, which was used in the past and then it ended to combine law enforcement, intelligence and the military to try to document corrupt elements Uh, that not only support terrorism, but also divert money and funds. And we feel that would be useful to us going forward. The office has also asked DOD and the State Department to stand up a joint security cooperation office at the embassy to coordinate ongoing military assistance to the Afghan government. As for the broader security situation in Afghanistan, Sigar's latest update paints a fairly dim picture. It notes the Taliban have made major territorial gains in just the past month, including major stretches of highway and at least six of the country's international border crossings. The report warns those trends point toward an existential crisis for the government if they're not addressed. But Sapko says it's not a foregone conclusion that the Afghan government will collapse without U.S. forces there to support them. And he says there's good historical evidence to suggest financial assistance might be more important than direct military involvement. I think the Afghan military can succeed. It is not all bleak, but they can't continue with the status quo. Our best example is what happened when the Soviets left. When the Soviets left... It was three years before the Najibullah government collapsed. But it was only three months between when President Yeltsin ended funding from the Russian government at that time till the collapse of Najibullah. So the the biggest support we can give the Afghans is financial support. And again, that's the best example we have and it's right in Afghanistan history. So I think they can. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.